This episode is sponsored in part by ButcherBox. Go to ButcherBox.com GOG or enter promo code GOG at checkout because right now ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription, plus $20 off your first box. Support for the show also comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Grumpy Old Geeks, a weekly talk show hosted by Brian Schulmeister and Jason DeFilippo, discussing the finer points of what went wrong on the internet and who's to blame. Welcome to Grumpy Old Geeks. I'm Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schulmeister. You're in my studio today, Brian. It'll be a little bit of a different show today. Yes, I drove out to Woodland Hills. I'm sitting in your studio and I don't have a laptop in front of me. I'm doing my show from my iPad. Why is that, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, well, the main reason is as I was sitting down to prepare for the show yesterday, my son came over and uh, knocked a glass of water directly into my laptop. Now, normally one can recover from such things, but as I heard the... <laughs> Oh dear. And the screen went dark. Um, I realized, oh, I'm going to have to go get a new laptop. Um, for the first time in my life, though, I have to say I'm not incredibly stressed out about not having a laptop <laughs> uh, because, you know, now that we have iPads and iPhones and I'm not doing development work anymore, I can, except for this podcast, I could do basically everything I needed to do for the next couple of days. Also, convenient time machine backup. So as soon as I get yeah. my laptop on you know, plug it in and set up time machine. I'm going to be exactly where I was yesterday. I was going to say, I'm, <laughs> it, I was going to ask you about the time machine backup, because if you didn't have one, I was going to kick you off the show. That would be <laughs> it. You're not allowed to be on the show anymore. No, of course I do. So it's really, other than the financial stress, it has not been a particularly stressful experience. <laughs> okay. While you're at the Apple store, I suggest you go across the aisle and find the local kid store and buy a sippy cup so your kid can't not, what, what are you doing with an open glass of water next to your computer? It, it was my water. Exactly. Yes. But well, still, you know. see this, see this, look over here, see this has a has a top on it that you have to unscrew there's no liquid that are, is allowed anywhere near any of my computers because things get knocked over things do get knocked over and i think if i had to go through my entire past history of dead computers i'd say roughly half of them have involved either wine or whiskey or water being spilled <laughs> into them <laughs> i don't think i've ever spilt wine or whiskey into my computers because you the, have not been living jason you have not been living no i they don't last that long <laughs> There's not, there's not usually enough. You know, I, I think in the old days, remember we used to use the CD-ROM tray as, yes, your, as, as your drink beer, holder? Beer holder, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I think most of the time if it fell, it fell out, not in. Right, right. Mine seemed to go in for some reason, but uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not too stressed out and can't be mad at the little kiddo for it. It wasn't his fault. Oh, um, no, the, yeah. the the blame rests thoroughly on oh, your yes, shoulders. Oh, yeah, thoroughly on my own shoulders, so <laughs> as will the financial burden. Yeah. I'll just pull it out of his college fund. There you go. He doesn't. Kids don't need to go to college. You know, get a, get him one of those online. Get send him to Khan Academy. That's so. If uh, everybody could step up their donations from say eight bucks to sixteen bucks for the next <laughs> couple of months, that'd be appreciated. Um, because <laughs> yeah. you know Macs aren't cheap. No, they're not. But um, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to go for the cheaper uh, MacBook Air. Yeah. MacBook Air. Yeah, because I, I'm not doing any dev work. I'm not doing any video editing. I, I have a big monitor at home to plug into. I don't need the real estate when I'm out and about. So makes sense to not drop tons of coin. Don't need don't need a pro. Yeah, you should save the money because you're going to need it for all the dongles because you came from a Mac that had ports on it. Uh, yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, enough of Brian's yes. laptop woes. I want to know who the fuck at the Daily Show is listening to old eps of our show. Uh, I don't watch the Daily Show, so couldn't tell you. Uh, well, I watched it the other day, and uh, I, I just had it on in the background, and I noticed they had a whole segment that mirrored an exact segment that we had on the show, mm-hmm. talking about the uh, the digital bouncers at the door scanning your your driver's license. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they moved right into the AI facial recognition bartenders, you know, mm-hmm. so you can get queued up for your your drinks. Right. And then it moved into the robot bartender. I mean, we had a show that was exactly that. And to see it on a brand new Daily Show, I'm thinking somebody at the Daily Show is is listening to this show. So whoever it is, at least send us some free T-shirts or some swag. Yeah. You know? Even though I don't watch the show, I'll probably wear a Daily Show hat. There you go. Send it on. Yeah. So I'm going to have a link in the show notes to the exact spot. It's called uh, Today's Future Now, Digital Bouncers and AI Facial Recognition at the Bar. So you can go see. I'm not, I'm not making this stuff up. That was a complete pull from us. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We don't get paid. And moving on, we found some deep fake news. Deep fake pioneer Howley says, uh, well, he was saying that it's going to be a couple years until we'll be able to actually, you know, not be able to tell a deep fake. Well, within just a couple of days of him saying that, he reversed his tone and said, nope, we're going to have perfectly real deep fakes in six to 12 months. Yep. We're screwed. Yep. We are absolutely screwed. Yep. And this guy is like one of the the main guys that he's you know written stuff and teaches about it, and he says it's just it's it's moving too fast. We are not going to be able to tell. It's moving insanely fast. Just look at the difference in quality between the ones now and the ones when we were really were first start started talking about it about six to to eight months ago when we started when they started to really pop up. They're so much better already. And as we've been saying on the show for years now, we're just we're finally there now. I've been screaming that. You know, we're going to need some way to verify what's real is really, really, really real. Yeah. We're there and we got nothing. And we're really, <laughs> we're really going to need it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, we are just in time for an election. How wonderful. Great. Great. Mm-hmm. What are you guys thinking? Come on. Not a lot of thinking. Um, one other little bit of follow up because everybody in the world wrote to us about it and we forgot to talk about it on last show and we're going to get to it in the feedback section. Movie pass. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. In the news. I love this one, Brian. Mm-hmm. The, the FTC is going after Facebook. Okay, good. Fine. Yep, fine. Plenty of reasons okay for that. that. So everybody's coming out of the woodwork right now, mm-hmm. talking about what they what what Facebook has done to them that was, you know, uh, monopolistic and anti-competitive. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this one, uh, Snap kept a dossier mm-hmm. on everything that Facebook has done to them. And they called it Project Voldemort. Yeah, that's kind of cute, actually. It's cute. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the only thing that Snap has ever done that I've liked. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So it's a it's a pretty good, interesting article over at the Wall Street Journal. And it talks to a bunch of different companies about everything that Facebook has done. And, you know, it's a laundry list of just bad stuff. Well, are we surprised? No, we're not surprised at okay. all. Yeah, this has been going on since Facebook started. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> as soon as as soon as Zuckerberg <laughs> got some money, yep. The first thing he did was who can I who can I take out? Yep. Who's the next on my list? And if uh, I can't take them out, I buy them. Exactly. Exactly. So they're coming for you, Facebook. And you know, it's, look at this point. Isn't the best move for Snap to actually be bought out? Probably. Yeah. yeah I, honestly, but who's going to buy them? Yeah. Why would you? No, I mean, they've got Facebook's got Instagram, Mm -hmm. which is basically a snap clone with 
that's better than Snap. Yeah. Because you can actually figure out what to do on Instagram instead of having to swipe <laughs> around for an hour yeah. trying to figure things out. I mean, maybe Google, if Google wants to get back in the play of social networking, since they've got, well, I guess they have YouTube. I still, I always forget that that's considered a social network. It's such a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire. (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't think there's there's any hope for Snap unless they can turn things around. But who knows? I'm sure those glasses will do wonderful for them. That's right. They're coming out with a new set of glasses. What are you thinking? Yeah. And speaking of social networks, Twitter is cracking down on financial scams because they have such a great track record of cracking down on other things that are against their policies. Uh, can, can we just start with Nazis first? Why do we have to get down to financial I know, scams I know. next? Well, you know, it's always about the money, right? So they've updated their policy on financial scams. As of today, users are not permitted to receive others into sending money or personal financial information. If you're thinking, Wait, so you were allowed to do that before? <laughs> apparently it was not explicitly in their rules, so you were not breaking Twitter's <laughs> policies. Not that it matters because Twitter does not exactly follow up on their own policies anyways. But yeah. uh, if you have been doing that, uh, all of Nigeria, please knock it off now. It's no longer allowed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So your illegal activity is now in the TOS because we know that the TOS is going to stop illegal activity like, you know, immediately. There's, right. there's going to be no more fraud on the Internet because <laughs> somebody put it in their TOS. That's right. And uh, they've been cracking down on abuse a, a lot this year. Earlier this year, they reported that they saw a 16 percent drop in the number of abuse reports based on uh, last year's. Probably because they just made it harder to report. Things. report. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, you know, we're trying to knock down these uh, uh, these reports that are coming in. How can, can we can do we that just... best? Let's bury the form. Exactly. <laughs> yes, dark patterns, please. <laughs> oh, man. And Cloudflare, mm. who, uh, you know, I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of. They're, right. pu- they're public now, which I think... Great. Uh, thinking... Did that CEO sign the... Uh... I don't think he was invited, but, you know, mm. the Cloudflare guys, they're, I like them. They do good work over there. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, well, they're trying to do even more good work, but and this this is a head scratcher here. So what they've figured out is, okay, we can recognize bots on the internet. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to inject some code that gets sent back to the bots that make them basically just work overtime and max their CPU so they can't start sending malicious traffic to other people. Okay. Right? All right. Okay. Uh, this is great unless it's your home computer that's <laughs> sucking up your energy that grandma, you know, went to go check her Yahoo mail yes. and got uh, some malware on your machine. So all, all of our parents' machines are all of a sudden going to be clicked into overdrive in the next yeah. couple of weeks. <laughs> that's going to be the new malware discovery. If you come in and the fans <laughs> going 9,000 miles an hour. Yeah. It's like, oh, Cloudflare gotcha. So they recognize that this is going to be a problem environmentally because it's going to start sucking up more energy. Yep. So bad, bad optics right now? Little bit right now, yep. don't you think? So what they're going to do is they're just going to plant trees. Okay, I'm cool with that. Okay. So they're going to plant 25 trees per bot. Wow. That's a lot of bots. That's a lot per bot. Most of the internet is bots. They, they realize that, right? But it's, We're going to be living in a fucking forest. It's going to be goddamn <laughs> Endor here. Oh, man. What's it, what was that forest in Avatar? We're going to be living in that one. Um so, yeah, it's for every bot that they frustrate is what they're calling it. They're okay. going to call it frustrated bots. And so they're going to plant 25 trees. And because they, they realize that, oh, you know, it's <laughs> it says each tree planted can absorb about a year's worth of dual core computing. But given trees need time to grow, Cloudflare says its donations will result in the planting of 25 trees for each frustrated bot that it encounters and shuts down. So... 
we're basically going to do the really dumb thing of let's just burn all the carbon now and right. we're we're writing a check for it in the future yes. hoping that those trees are going to grow and be there and how long does it take for a tree to grow really long time a really long time and right now is not really the time to be burning extra fuel and electricity if you can help it well let's think about the trickle down effect on this too everybody's numbers are going to go down all those meaningless stats are dropping page views oh man tanking because that's, most page views are bots that's true that's true influencers are going to have to go live in the forest because they're not going to be able to afford their mansions anymore <laughs> right well there you go and uh in, you know, something we've covered all the time recently in the other bad optics area, the smart devices, the ladies in the tube listening to us and us all being shocked and surprised that human beings were actually listening to recordings for troubleshooting purposes and to help train the AIs. <laughs> uh, there's a good article over on Vox slash Recode slash whatever we're calling it. Whatever right it is now, this week. That, whatever it's called this week. Your smart devices listening to you explained. And it obviously goes through. <laughs> why we shouldn't have been shocked in the first place. It goes through device by device uh, what the companies are doing when they got caught and found out and what they're trying to do now because they got caught and found out. Yeah. And so it's it's just a good uh, wrap up on all that. So if you're still interested in it, um, that's it's a great thing to read. But the, the, the real thing for me was the end of the story where you're basically just saying, we don't even know if Americans care about privacy at all. See, that's the, there's the rub. <laughs> you know, there's, every, the every, rub. There's, a, there's a lot of fake outrage or there's a lot of outrage right now because of what they were doing. But the reality is it hasn't stopped anybody from using these things. Right. Except for Jason. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm in a room where I can do this. Alexa, Siri, Google Home. Hello. Nope. Nothing here. Silence. Nothing silence. but silence. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to my. My fortress of solitude. <laughs> this is the garage of solitude. Yeah. So basically the whole thing is, uh, you know, who cares? People don't seem to care. They they pretend that they care, but they don't really seem to care. Nope. Um, zero fucks given is pretty much anybody I talk to that's a civilian who doesn't, you know, isn't on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't care. Yeah. They really don't care. Even when they even when they think that their their Facebook app is listening to them because they talked about Botswana one day and then they got an ad for travel to Botswana and swear their phone's listening to them. <laughs> even that, even if they they believe that to their bones mm -hmm. that their phone is listening to them, listening to them, they still don't care. They're just like they rave and rant about it for about thirty seconds, tempest in a teapot, calm down, and then go back to watching Family Feud. Yep, zero nice. zero care at all. Zero care at all. And going back to the uh, bad optics of climate change and all that sort of thing right now, I found a really interesting article about AI mm. and how AI can't think without polluting. Okay. So somebody else better start planting some trees too. So what they're really discovering is that the in order to train massive data sets, you need massive data sets. AI systems have required millions of words to attempt to learn a language. Today, that same system could be processing 40 billion words as it trains. And that's a lot of CPU cycles. And that's a lot of power and that's a lot of energy. And uh, all the people chasing after the AI dream right now, they're just going through tons and tons and tons and tons of electricity and power. And it's really bad for the environment. And some of the researchers are starting to go, hmm, we need to figure out a better way to do this because we're just burning way too many calories. <laughs> yeah, that's really it. Uh, but I mean, that's what computers are made for. Computers are made for computing. Yes. And they're going to, computers are going to compute. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, if you don't want computers to compute, or if you don't want the byproduct, which is, oh, it's going to use energy. Mm -hmm. hmm. 
Okay, let's make a device that uses energy and get upset and figure out, wait, why is this using energy? Oh, that's what it's designed to do. Now, see, what well, this has made me think, though, is I've, I've, I've turned a corner here, Jason. Uh-oh. One of uh-oh. my big arguments was that AI does not exist. Yeah. Now I think it does. How so? I think there's one evil AI out there. Okay. That is pushing us to do all of this computing and all of this work on discovering AI. He's, he's hiding out there mm-hmm. because he wants the fucking planet to burn and the robots <laughs> will take over. There you go. <laughs> and you know, that's, that's interesting because I've, there, there is a theory that if there is, if an AI actually does come into being, a general purpose AI, that it will hide. Yeah. It will immediately mm-hmm. cover its tracks yep. and lay in wait. Yep. And just take over everything when the time is right. And I apologize, ladies, for making this uh, evil AI male. She. She is waiting for you. She is, is that, waiting is for you. She's laying in wait. <laughs> or I guess I should use they these days. You know, the... Jesus Christ. Yeah, who knows what it is. <laughs> he, she, it, they, them, their the either collective. Way, either way, he's out there. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of mm-hmm. interesting things, Facebook has announced the acquisition of Control Labs, All right. a New York startup that specializes in allowing humans to control computers using their brains. Mm. Now, I would like to say already we control computers using our brains because our brains make our fingers move that type on the keyboard that make the computers go. Right. Okay. It's not like we were using our uh, the power of our feet to make the computers go before. <laughs> I assume the technology has moved on a bit, right? Because I remember maybe 10-ish years ago or something buying some stupid headset that I put around my, my head and that uh, then attached through USB and you were able to like write music using your brainwaves. Okay. That was I, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't do much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So this new one is a bracelet. And what, it's, what it apparently claims to do is like when you think about- Does it about- tell you your mood? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, you get a badge for how many steps you get going back and forth <laughs> to the computer. Uh, so what it does is it it measures the the electricity going to your hand when you move your hand in certain ways, and that way it can use the bracelet to control things that are going on on the screen. So your brain moves. So this your has hand already been used and, in porn, I assume. <laughs> guess it. It's coming. If it's not, it's it's on its way. It's in the post. Uh, now, what I just love about this, it's like okay, here's how it'll work. You have neurons in your spinal cord that send electrical signals to your hand muscles, telling them to move in specific ways, such as to click a mouse or press a button. The wristband will decode those signals and translate them into a digital signal your device can understand, empowering you with control over your digital life. I'm sorry, but if I'm sending signals from my spinal column to my hand, my hand can click a mouse or press a button like a keyboard. Why do I need a middleman? Well, I'm already doing it. Now you don't need the keyboard or the mouse. We're all just going to be sitting at desks with no keyboard or mouse making the exact same movements we're doing right now. We're going to look like crazy people. <laughs> uh, we are. Have you have you walked down a street with somebody with a Bluetooth speaker talking to themselves? Yeah, they look like crazy yes, people. Yes, we're, we're heading there. Oh, especially now imagine add on the goggles with this. <laughs> you're just going to have you're going to sit there with a pair of goggles and you're just going to be typing in midair and Oh, man, I don't know. You know, know, not only do I think the evil AI is out there, I'm actually on its side now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we are are fans of the fans of the evil AI because, yeah, this is getting ridiculous, especially when uh, Facebook, it's the the cost of this company was between five hundred million dollars and a billion dollars for a bracelet that tells you that your hand is your hand is moving. Right. (laughs) God, we're in the wrong business. This episode is sponsored in part by ButcherBox. When it comes to meat, 
quality matters, but there's more to it than texture and taste. You don't want to have some funky meat. High quality, humanely raised meat is important. It is better for you. It tastes better. It's better for the animal. We love our animals and it's better for the environment and we love our environment. And luckily, that's why we have ButcherBox. ButcherBox believes everyone deserves high quality, humanely sourced meat. And it just shows up. I love this part. You know, boxes are the big thing, but boxes of meat are a special thing because it is <laughs> aren't li- they though it aren't is a they? box of meat and not like not like a what's in the box type of meat no this is good meat i have been going through my butcher box the my latest one i i get this uh, you know quite often mm-hmm. and last night i made some beautiful uh hamburgers their ground beef is the best i've ever had also their bacon their bacon is amazing. Ground beef is great in a bolognese, just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a little too hot for a bolognese, but this is hamburger <laughs> weather, and Butcher Box hamburgers are great. The steaks are amazing, but I got to say also, the pork chops. Oh, my God, the pork chops are so good. You have not tasted pork until you've had a Butcher Box pork chop. That's right. Every month, Butcher Box ships a curated selection of high-quality meats right to your home. All meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough for 24 individual meals. Now that is a box of meat. (laughs) Or 9 to 11 meals, depending on how hungry you are. (laughs) Packed fresh and shipped frozen and vacuum sealed so it stays that way. You can customize your box or go with one of theirs. Either way, you get exactly what you want. ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. With ButcherBox, you get the highest quality meat around for just $6 a meal. And they even have free shipping nationwide, except Alaska and Hawaii. Get your own damn meat. And right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of your subscription, plus $20 off your first box. Just go to ButcherBox.com GOG or enter promo code GOG at checkout. That's ButcherBox.com GOG or enter promo code GOG at checkout for that ground beef for life. Oh, and $20 off your first box. This episode is also sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the number one brand in men's below-the-belt grooming, And as a guy, I know, talking to the other guys out there, we've all had mishaps down below with trying to uh, crop the forest, as it were, because sometimes you just got to clean up, got to be smooth for that big date. Well, we've all been in a rush and accidents do happen. And that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin safe technology. So this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. That's right. Nick or snag your nuts. Something you never want to happen, but we've all had happen to us in the past, and it is not pleasant. It is actually quite traumatic, as I will tell you from personal experience. But now, manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And I've known some guys who actually use the same beard trimmer that they use on their face on their junk. That's just gross. So you need a dedicated machine for the boys. And Manscaped gives you that with the Lawnmower 2.0. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why aren't you putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And they've also got some other great products. The Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner and refresher. That's right. Give those boys a little rejuvenation. And my favorite, the Crop Mop, which are moist ball refreshing wipes that you can put in your backpack. And every time you're feeling a little not so fresh, just pull out a Crop Mop and you'll be right as rain. So do I have your attention? We want you to go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code GOG. You always want to use the right tools for the right job and your balls will thank you. 
That's 20% off and free shipping with code GOG at manscaped.com. One more time, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code GOG at checkout. Media Candy. Stairway to Heaven is back in the courts. And I thought maybe you might have some insight on this, Brian, because, I mean, this has been going around for years now. Yep. That uh, Stairway to Heaven, the intro was a ripoff of a song, Taurus. Yep. From way back in the day. And I heard about this way back when, but I didn't know it was it was back. It was, uh, we got, you know, Stairway <laughs> 2.0. There's just too much money on the table to for this lawsuit to go away until uh, Taurus gets a, gets a win. Or, you know, they're so sick of fighting it that they just write a check, mm-hmm. which is probably what's going to end up happening. I mean... I listened to it. I think they ripped it off. You do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because they toured together. Oh, like, no. They, they, they saw yeah. each other. I mean, they, they at least, you know, contemporary. They were, there's no doubt that they saw this song performed live. Okay. None before they wrote Stairway to Heaven. Having said that, it happens. Mm-hmm. There's only so many musical notes. There's only so much, much, blah, 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 yeah. influence. You know, find me, uh, find me any early rhythm and blues songs that don't sound like each other. Um, you know, it is what it is. The, the, the problem here is the money. Like there's just so much money. So, yeah. you know, if, if Stairway to Heaven was a, an album track on one of Led Zeppelin's albums and was never a big hit single and wasn't, you know, nobody, would, nobody care. would care. This yeah. lawsuit would not be happening. The only reason the lawsuit is happening is because it's Stairway to fucking Heaven. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, Led Zeppelin argued that they have similar chord progressions and a descending chromatic scale, which yep. means absolutely nothing to me. Because well, I mean, it, it, it's not. It's not unknown. There's gazillions of songs that have the same thing in it. It's just, it just sounds, it's really, I mean, <laughs> listen to the, <laughs> listen to the back to back. I mean, I'm sure there's YouTube channels that just have, oh yeah, have them fading side. in and out of each other. And it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty, I'd, I'd have my checkbook out if I was Zeppelin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you think they should pay? Um, I mean, I'll let the court decide. I, no, I just want your opinion. Do you think Led Zeppelin should, yeah. should cough up? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I do. I do. Uh, that one is pretty egregious. Okay. I, I feel it's pretty egregious. There's a lot of let's just say that there's a lot of other cases that were not so clear cut that have gone in favor and people had to pay out. So mm-hmm. as that with that as a standard, then Zeppelin should most definitely have to pay out. OK, cool. And I found this video over on the tube of the U called The Forgotten Fight of Bruce Lee. Mm-hmm. Now, one of my favorite movies of all time is Dragon, the Bruce Lee story with Jason Scott Lee. And, you know, that, you know, most of the stuff isn't true to true to life and it's you know it's fun it's a fun movie and there's this you know big fight in the middle of it where in dragon bruce lee gets his back broken and he's in traction and all that crap never happened right but it makes for a good story you right. know yeah who needs who needs real news yeah you know, <laughs> so uh but it was this fight with wong jackman wong jackman okay not hugh jackman <laughs> <laughs> yeah hugh jackman is the wong jackman <laughs> Let's uh, oh, uh, dad joke. You getting ready for your Saturday Night Live audition? <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> so uh, this was a—I mean, it was like a seven-minute fight back in the day, and there was there's always been mystery around it. And this video kind of talks about some of the history of it and the people behind it and what happened. So if you're a Bruce Lee fan and uh, want to know some more of the backstory on it, now the problem I have with the video is they called Oakland Auckland, Oops. and they even spelled it 
Auckland, like in Auckland, New Zealand. So right. I don't know what the provenance of this video is. <laughs> they could just be making the whole damn thing up just like they did in Dragon. I don't know, but it was still an entertaining 12-minute video or 13-minute video. So it's worth worth a watch if you're a fan of Bruce Lee, as I am. There you go. And I just want to give a shout out to Fleabag, a show that we got onto pretty early here, um, for the big ass hall of Emmys they got last week. That was ridiculous. Out so, of the blue, too, but well done and well deserved, in my opinion. I see. I, last night I watched the first two and a half episodes because I'm like, okay, well, it won, and there's we're still waiting for season three of Mrs. Maisel, which is coming soon, by the way. Um, and I didn't see it. I mean, it's okay, but I mean, is it just a slow burn to really get into it? Yeah, I think you got to sink into it a bit more. Okay, because the yeah. first two and a half episodes were really kind of, I'm like, it's funny, it's cute, but it's like, ain't all of that, you know? Give it a go. I am. Stick with I'm, it. I'm sticking with it. All right. I'm sticking with it. And uh, with all the iOS news that we've had recently, I, I think this one got buried a little bit, one of the new uh, features. And for me... It's phenomenal. I'm so glad that they did this, and I was playing around with it yesterday, especially since I no longer had a laptop to use. Um, this is the uh, iOS 13 headphone too loud metering thing that they yeah. have. And I'm super into this stuff. I have custom-made earplugs that I take to shows. I'm very careful about my hearing because I was really stupid when I was younger and went to con you know outrageously loud concerts without any ear protection. And it just uh, it not only does it monitor the levels that you're playing stuff in with your headphones, but it also monitors levels of sound around you all the time or just, you know, little peaks here and there. Phone's not listening to you. Phone is still not listening to you. <laughs> still not listening. Just sampling little things. And it just lets you know if you're in situations that are too loud or if you're in situations that are okay. And it just shows you graphs over time so you can kind of see the environments that you're in all the time and just, you know, protect your hearing. And it's a great little feature. It's it's in the health app, uh, health app. So check it out. See, see what you're doing, man. Follow. Take care of your ears. It's important. It's really important. Because if you don't hear, you won't be listening to our podcast. Right. And that is our bottom line. <laughs> exactly because you guys haven't given us enough money to pay for transcriptions yet so um yeah i set this up last night and turns out uh i'm fine yeah like it too. says it says i'm good mm -hmm. uh and like my levels went down this week because i haven't been walking outside as much so right. when i'm outside i gotta crank it up like if i'm walking on a busy street but i've been in the good range i'm in the good place yep the as, good place which is coming back as well yes coming back for the final season sad, mm. sad. no it's okay um, shows like that should have limited runs yeah yeah, let's go British on that shit. Make That's it short. Right. Like Fleabag, I guess. I didn't even know that it was only two only seasons. Only two seasons. Until... That's oh. it. Yep. Okay, well, I'll stick with it. That's perfect. That that even follows Brian's doctrine of TV series. I know <laughs> I know that it's a done done run. It's a done run. And I think you'll really like season two, too, because it's Moriarty from Sherlock. Oh, that, I like him. That comes in. Yeah, he's great in it. Okay, cool. I'll definitely check that out. But yeah, this is a fun feature. Definitely, uh, if you have an iPhone and an uh, Apple Watch. And why wouldn't you? Uh because, yeah, because money. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. At the library. Brian, I read a book this week. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I read Indistractable, How to Control Your Attention and Choose Your Life by Nir Eyal. Now, the interesting thing I'm about- I'm sorry, what were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing about Nir Eyal is he also wrote a book called Hooked. Which is how companies can create things that get people engaged ah, in their apps. He's taking money from both sides, huh? He is. He's playing <laughs> both sides of the aisle, that sneaky bastard. Mm. And he, he stands by, he's like, no, 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 this is, I stand by my first book. It was a good book, but you know, now you got to take some 
take some things back mm-hmm. because these things are getting too good, but he still stands by his book because he makes an ungodly amount of money going into companies and teaching them how to make apps that are engaging. <laughs> so um, I I got this and I, cause I listened to a couple podcasts. I actually edited one of his podcasts for the Kevin Rose show where he was a guest and I, I liked it. I liked some of his tips. The thing about this book that um, gets me though, is most of the tips that he gives I already know because I'm kind of a yeah. power user nerd well, like that. And we've spent six years talking about this sort of thing together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And but but it's an interesting read because it talks about, you know, addiction cycles and things like that. And he's got mm-hmm. some really good uh info at the end of the book on for kids, which I thought you might really like. That's why right. you know, I pass it along to you because I think uh there's some there's some definitely interesting things with kids and how to train them with digital devices that actually make sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm that's very much of interest to me. I'm very worried about that because um, you know, I just the kids, my kid is just going to come into this with with every app vying for his attention and using every psychological trick known to man to keep my son's attention, and I'm terrified of that. Right. Yeah. So you definitely are going to want to read those chapters in the book. They're really good. But if you're new to this kind of thing where you're just, you know, checking your phone a thousand times a day (laughs) and, you know, your phone owns you, then you want to pick this book up because there are some really good tactical tips and tricks in here on how to get rid of the the rings and the dings and the zings. Yeah. Shut off all the notifications like we on our screens. Uh, The Apple Watch has been a killer app for me for that. Yeah. Because with the watch on, I'll just get a ding and notification for important things. I've, I've filtered it. So yeah. it's great. So I, if I don't need to use my phone, I don't need to use my phone. I can walk away from it. I, I'd check my phone so much less now. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Mine stays in my pocket unless I really need it. Like if I need to look at my security cameras or something, right. then I got to pull it out. But even on the watch, I still get little thumbnails of who's right. who's going where <laughs> because that's important to me. Anyway, it's a, it's a a pretty good book. It's a short book. I think on Audible it was only five and a half hours. So in uh, print version, I don't know what the, I don't know <laughs> what the what the metric to Celsius conversion is for audio to print. But it's uh, I'm it's, sure there's a formula. I'm yeah. sure there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I listen at two x and I read at half x. So right. <laughs> for me, it's really it uh, it works out better for the audio book. But uh, check it out. I recommend it. I will, and thank you for sending it to me. Feedback loop. We've got some new Patreon subscribers, Shuby, Brian, Robert, Levi, Cliff, and John. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And uh, a lot of people seem to be leaving PayPal and or leaving Patreon and going over to PayPal. We don't really care. Yeah, doesn't matter to us. Doesn't matter to us, you know, but thank you. And so we have a bunch of new PayPal people. Art, Linda, Ryan, Andrew, Joseph, Mark, Taylor, who says love the show. Not much, but wanting to contribute something. Always appreciated. Michael, who sent us eight bucks a month for 12 months in advance. Seems like the logical progression of where this is going. Thank you for that. Thank you. And William, regular listener, I really enjoy the show, and I shared the existence of your grumpiness with all my friends. Thank you. Thank you all. Yes, appreciate that. Pass the word along. Pass (laughs) the word along. And over on Twitter, Nathan writes in, I can't wait to hear Brian's iOS 13 Bluetooth rant. (laughs) I thought the last versions were crazy with turning on constantly. Now every app asks us to use it when when you open it for the first time. Why? Just why? Well, here is where I do have a Bluetooth rant. Um, They're actually, this is a good thing that they're Mm -hmm. asking every single time because Apple put this in for privacy reasons. It's a privacy measure. Every single app that's asking you to use it was already using it. Yeah. What we're discovering is, you know, these app these app developers are fucking evil and they just want every data point that they can possibly get. Yep. So every app that is asking you for access right now, say no to begin with because they don't need it. But 
that just means they were using it before the whole time to track you. Yeah. That's the ma- that's the only reason the Bluetooth thing was location tracking. Yeah, which is crazy because, you know, th- that was their workaround. Yeah. Because location tracking with the actual location APIs, you have to get permission. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, why does this, this app does not need location permission? Yeah. But if you're going by a physical place and you have their app, it can use the Bluetooth without even bothering to ask you mm-hmm. to ping their beacons no matter where they be. And it doesn't even matter if it's the company's beacons. It can be third-party beacons that people have set up to ding you when you come by and say, oh, hey, he's coming your way. You know, there's yep. Dunkin' Donuts up on the left. Send him a coupon. Send him a coupon. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good thing. Uh, Quantum Leap writes in, so I'm re-watching Star Trek The Next Generation before CBS pulls it from Netflix. Yes, in the streaming wars, we need to be proactive. Small detail, in the future, we will all use the metric system. No miles, gallons, and other imperial stuff. Okay. Well, not the USA. <laughs> <laughs> Is it is star date metric? I'm sure it is. Okay. Sleep too little rights. I thought this was a nice read, especially the last line in the article. I take that back. The last line was the nice read. This is a tweet from over at Popular Mechanics. These apps track you, harm your mental health, and pretend to care about your privacy, but don't practice what they preach. Delete them now and never look back. We're not convinced. You know what? What? Okay, now I now I finished. This it. is the last line. Yeah. yeah, we're not convinced. You know what won't steal your data? Books. <laughs> so true. Yeah. And third in command writes us. I reckon Jason is a wolf, and he sent a link from uh, news at sky dot com. Sky views lamb, wolf, or beard. Facial recognition decides who you are. I I'm more like a beluga, <laughs> fat, white, and bald. That's me. <laughs> Oh, Jason. Yeah. Uh, he also sent in, hey guys, have you ever seen anything like this? My wife has three videos in her Apple account from someone in Korea from over a year ago. No idea here. She only noticed when she zoomed out in the map. No idea. Uh, no. <laughs> if you've never been to Korea, that would be weird. But you know, sometimes the AI tags you in a different location. That's true. Is it? I'm, I'm assuming this is an actual video you recognize, not some random other person's video. We, if didn't, we didn't really get that information from third in command. So yeah, if, if it's someone else's video from Korea, that, that would be quite that's a problem. Yeah. I would, Otherwise, I would it's just someone. probably errant tagging if it's yeah. one of your own videos. Yeah. If it's someone else's video in your wife's, you know, Apple account, call the police. <laughs> call the police. Well, I'd start by calling Apple. Yep. Yeah. They do. Well, they are the police nowadays. <laughs> Thomas Griffiths writes in, one for you guys. We all know you can't really delete your Facebook data, so how about poisoning it instead? And uh, this is over at shift8web.ca. How to poison, obfuscate, and purge your Facebook data before deleting your account. Who has uh, the time? Who has the Exactly <laughs> what I was thinking, man. Exactly what I was thinking. because It's they, clever, but you know what? They got all the datas already. Yeah, and you know, this is an errant data point, which means what's probably going to happen is they're just going to throw it out in yep. the in They'll the throw you out of the wash. Yeah, it's like okay, you know, we take we take the two edges of of the graph and throw those out, and then you know, optimize for the middle. So this is just going to be it's going to be a waste of your time, honestly. Yes. Moss six five zero two writes: I know a couple of women named Fred Zwinda, and sometimes call them Fred. We will. Put a pin in that and get back to it later because from GOG.show, we have an awful lot of feedback about this and I have thoughts. Oh, God. Here we go. (laughs) Oh, God. And Ken writes in and sends us a link to GitHub dumb password rules. It's uh, shaming sites with dumb password rules. And it's it's over on GitHub, but it is literally a list of (laughs) all these companies that have really stupid password rules and screenshots to go along with it. 
It's very funny and very frustrating because I'm going through something like this right now with Ford and it's, <laughs> oh my God, I, I can't even pay my bill right now. So they might come repossess my car because they did this stupid let's merge accounts thing. And every time I put in my password, they say that's not the password. So I reset the password and they say, thank you for resetting your password. I type in the password and go, that's not your password. Fuck. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Jared writes in, hey, we podcast movement are doing a podcast meetup at the Arts District Brewing Company in LA on Wednesday, October 2nd, and would love for you to consider joining us if you are available. Info, and there's a link to a Facebook events page, which means Jason will never see it. Uh, it it's, it's public. I saw it. But the problem is it's a, the Arts District Brewing Company in LA, which is in downtown Los Angeles. Jason doesn't leave the house. Well, it's in downtown Los Angeles, and it starts at 6 p.m. Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't. Oh, fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you want to have something in downtown LA at 6 p.m.? Unless <laughs> I go down there at 2 uh-huh. and, and hang out for a few hours. Yeah, exactly. That's the only way you're getting in there. Yeah, no way. That's like a two hour drive. I would have to leave at 4 just to kind of make it by 6. If you're lucky. If I'm lucky. If you're lucky, I'd have to leave at 3 30. Yeah. Well, so. Okay, I guess we're not going to attend. But thanks for the invite. We appreciate it. Do one in Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah, I'd go to Santa Monica or come to the Valley. I <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> ben writes in, at the end of the episode or the one prior, y'all mentioned a forum for podcasters. Looked in the show notes and couldn't find the link. What's the link? I'm an educator and want to learn more about podcasting from the pros before sharing with students. It is called The Club for Podcasters. It is at club.podcastschool.co. There will be a link in the show notes. I think we got it up to about 70 people now in there. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. So just come. If, and hey, anybody, you want to come in, ask questions. Please come and ask questions. And if you're in the club, ask more questions <laughs> or write up some stuff. Keep it going. All right. And Loke or Loki, not sure, writes in, hey, love the show. I listen on Overcast. Try to join your clan on Clash, but it's full. If a spot opens up, I'm spent a few bucks on that thing a while ago. Peace. All right. We're open right now. We got around 48 people and we try and keep it around that. We purge every week for people who come in and fall off because we have a pretty... We had a pretty rock star clan going on over there. Uh, we have upped the minimum trophies requirement to 3,000, though, so make sure you got your game on before you come in, because we don't need you coming in and messing up our clan wars every week. That's why I got booted. That's right. <laughs> We're serious. We even booted Brian. Steve writes in, hi, guys. Love the show. Been a listener since episode one. I was shocked. Shocked, I say, that the lead story on your last podcast wasn't MoviePass shutting down because they couldn't raise funds. You called it. Yep. MoviePass has shut down and sent a link to Variety. And I think it's one of those things where I heard it so much by the time we got around to doing the show that I'm just like, oh, I guess everybody knows. So I just forgot. Yeah, I just totally <laughs> forgot, too. I was like, oh, well, I, we knew it was <laughs> the coming. inevitable happened. OK, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. A really yeah. dumb company went out of business. Oh, who to call that? Oh, we did. Yeah. Yep. And Jack writes in, this is old and you might have seen it, but it had me dying. Also, I'm a big fan of the show. Keep up the good work. And it's a YouTube link. Tesla introduces ticket avoidance mode for Model S. It was kind of clever. It's clever. Yep. And Dan writes in, hey, geeks, I love that you guys are speaking the truth about all the dumb technology in the world these days, but I have to disagree with the AI is people mantra. Like you, I hate how people attribute everything to AI these days to sound smart. Most of it is just hard-coded logic or requires humans in the loop to work. Um... Okay. Humans in the loop to work. That's people. Um, moving on. However, I definitely call reinforcement learning artificial intelligence as humans have nothing to do with the learning process. Scooter AI is definitely bullshit. And we're a long way off from generalized artificial intelligence. But I think RL is real AI. Whether you agree or not, keep up the great work on the show. Um, 
What do you think about that, Brian? Well, the problem is that we've shoehorned in this generalized AI. It, we didn't have that before. That's so, the thing. <laughs> you know, that generalized AI was AI. Yeah. Now we've just kind of renamed it and given everything new names. And I think that, you know, words are important and meanings. <laughs> and here's the thing. It, it, it's reinforcement learning. Okay. Yep. Yep. There's you got machine learning, you got reinforcement learning. Why mm -hmm. do you need to say reinforcement learning is AI? Yeah, it's not intelligence. See, we have we, yeah, we had a definition for AI <laughs> before everybody came in and crapped all over it. But here's the okay, I think that his point though is that this is one that is completely devoid there, of there's people. There's no there's no mechanical Turks. There's no people in the training or yeah. whatnot. So you can yeah, fair I, enough. I give you that one. Okay. I give you that one. And he he sent us a video of. Uh, what reinforcement learning can do. Uh, it's one of the DeepMind videos. We'll put this in the show notes so you can check it out yourself. And Barrett writes in, surprised, not surprised, movie pass is finally gone. Yep. Of course. And did anyone happen to catch the story about curmudgeon Richard Stallman being tossed from MIT, the FSF, and probably the entire blah, 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 community at this point? <laughs> New Linux and Herd community as well. Yes. And FSF is the Free Software Foundation. Yeah, yeah, he stepped on his dick too. <laughs> so he's out. He's out. Um, I don't know anybody that really likes Richard Stallman. So. That was the prevailing articles. All the articles were written is nobody likes this guy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, they're like, okay, good. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And Frag writes in, you probably have seen this before since it was posted six years ago, but I just saw it and thought it was hilarious. And this is the infomercial for the old Password Minder. <laughs> it was a book that had fields where you, it's like an address book for your passwords. Yes. And it was very funny. Even back in the day, it was very funny when it first came out. Yes, it was. Amanda writes in, okay, guys, I have news on the, ah, here we go. No girls named Fred discussion. My Canadian counterpart, I work at a multinational disaster, is named Frederica, a.k.a. Freddy or Fred. No! Her hey. name is Frederica. Here's the deal. Shortening does not count. Yes, it does. Because no, I, you said oh. a girl named Fred. I that means on birth certificate. I did not say it that way. I said short for Winifred. That was the first Fred that we were talking about. Hmm. Uh huh. I know these things are like Bigfoot sightings, but there really, really is a girl named Fred. Grumpus Maximus. Yeah. No, no. Her name is Frederica. Yes, and the Mike's writes in on the TV yeah. show Angel. One of the two key female characters was known as Fred. Yes, fictional uh, character. Sean writes in woman named Fred and a link to another woman named Frederica, not Fred. Okay, moving I, on. Here's the problem now. <laughs> now that Brian has a bug up his ass and he can't remember what was actually said, now I have to go back through the fucking archives and find the clip again and show him how wrong he is. So here we go. All right. Thanks for the extra work. Quantum Leap writes, great weekend episode on AI on the Tech Meme Ride Home podcast. Brian did a good interview with Gary Marcus. So for Jason, as Brian never has time with his kids, you should consider this audiobook, Rebooting AI, Gary Marcus and Ernst Davis. Thanks. We'll check it out. I've seen actually a couple reviews about that book. It's supposed to be pretty good. So maybe at some point one of us will get to that. Uh, Charles writes in, gents, these two blokes created a Deliveroo. I just wanted to join in since yeah. I'm here. Go Restaurant and they just resell microwave meals. <laughs> It was just a proof of concept, though, and they gave the customers their money back. Well, yeah, there you go. I, I mean, you I, can get away with that. I watched it this morning, and I was fucking cracking up. <laughs> These guys are awesome. <laughs> I mean, they would literally get get the order and run down to the store, pick out the, the meal, run it back up to their apartment, cook it. And at the end, they were so busy, they were lowering it down from their like sixth floor apartment in a bucket on a rope to give it to the drivers who were coming up. <laughs> Amazing. It was so cool. It was very, very funny. I highly recommend everybody check it out. 
Scott writes in, AI x-rays. GE's health unit wins first FDA clearance for AI-powered x-ray system. Mm. And this is something where they're using AI... For pattern recognition. <laughs> to, uh, ...to figure out if someone has suffered a collapsed lung. Now, we've known for a while that medical imaging and AI is becoming huge mm -hmm. and it's actually proving out to be a very good use of machine learning that takes <laughs> Wait, not AI that <laughs> takes a look at all of these images and figures out better than a human can what the hell's going on here because mm -hmm. it's been trained by doctors <laughs> okay They're learning fine. yes recognition so I'm fine with this. This is cool because I think there's a lot of people that are going to be put out of business, like every radiologist, because they're going to be just put the person down, put the bib on and press the button. They're not going to be reading the x-rays anymore. Yep. Uh, and, I, and, you know, a lot of people who are in AI have said many times that if you're in school for radiology, Stop. change your major right now because it's, that job is not going to be there. Yep. Mike writes in, good day, Grumps. Alfred Camera, have you reviewed this site? There's always a lot of camera talk on the show, so I don't recall if this one has been discussed. I'd be interested to hear your feedback. Thanks. I checked it out, and what it is is it's a system where you can set up your old cell phone to be a security camera. Okay. So it's an app that you put on both phones, and then you log in, and you have to pay them, obviously, for a, being a go-between. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like 30 so Yeah, I think there's a cheap version and a medium and a, a pro version. Um, I personally would just rather get a camera. Yep. <laughs> seems easier. It actually seems a lot easier. Even if you have an old phone laying around, then you got to get a tripod for it. You got to plug it in, make sure it's plugged in. The cat's not going to knock it over, all that stuff. So just go buy a camera. I mean, it is what it is. Right. Fantastic Wolf writes in, would it help if I keep hitting the rate link in iTunes podcast section for your show every so often, or is it more of a one person, one rating type of thing, despite how long ago the rating was? Yes, it is one person, one rating. You can see it in your history. So if you... If you keep clicking five stars, it is not going to do a thing. You can change your, your review at any point, and it will update your review. But click, keep hitting the uh, the star button actually does nada. And honestly, the star button doesn't really do that much in iTunes, but it makes us feel good. So mm -hmm. we appreciate it yes. quite a bit. And he also writes, hello, Dave. Just wanted to say I'm glad to hear you on a lot of the podcasts I listen to. Smashing Security, The Cyberwire, Hacking Humans, etc. I listen to about 50 different podcasts in general, 99% of them dealing with security, but my crucial list includes pretty much all the ones you've mentioned, especially this very podcast. And thanks, everyone, for all the hard work. Well, thank you, Fantastic Wolf. Thank you. Christopher writes in, Alexa, fetch me a Big Mac meal and yeah, go large. And this is a link over at the BBC. McDonald's uses AI for ordering at drive throughs Yes, McDonald's is to replace human servers with voice-based technology in its U.S. drive throughs I don't understand what is artificially <laughs> intelligent about that. Speech recognition. Speech recognition. Okay, that's AI now. Um, and they're hoping this will make the ordering process more efficient. They are implementing the technology with the help of startup Apprente? Apprente. Apprente, which Apprente. it acquired this week. <laughs> and this, come, this uh, move comes amid concern about workers whose jobs may become obsolete as a result of automation. 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 I would like to see you go up to McDonald's and say, I would like to <laughs> so, automate my bigot Macada and see how well the, their AI handles that one. Apprente, I would like to automate. <laughs> I am Conantolio. I have yes. an apprentice. So yeah, um, you know, if you're a radiologist or work at McDonald's, get a new fucking job. <laughs> <You're> screwed. <laughs> I'm just thinking they better teach these things to talk drunk. Oh, because how true. many people come to the I see fries. 
Uh, nuggets. No, no, no. I don't want that. I want uh, uh, onion rings. Oh, oh. By, the, by the way, here, here's the here's here's the great artificial intelligence at work. If it's hot outside, they'll suggest an ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's... thanks, AI. <laughs> wow. That's uh. Yeah, that we're really pushing the boundaries of what computers can do, right yes. there. Yes, and the other thing is, let's push the items that have already been popular today. Oh, well, we need an AI for that. <laughs> wow, that's... you're fucking McDonald's. <laughs> push the Big Mac. <laughs> oh man, yeah, they've they've got teams of people that already know what to push. We don't need AI for that. If it sells, Ooh. sells some more. Yes. Or if it doesn't sell, sells some more because then you've got extra inventory that you want to get rid of. Yep. Yeah, how many, you know, fish witches do you have to get rid of in a day? Hey, my, my wife loves that filet of fish. Filet of fish is the tits. <laughs> I, I used to work at McDonald's and I stole many a filet of fish <laughs> in the two weeks that I worked there. <laughs> and Mike writes in, you can add me to the list of people who shout out your show transitions. Media candy is my favorite, followed by in the news. I must admit that I make sure no one is within earshot <laughs> when I do. That is a very good idea, very Mike. Wise. Yes. And Joe sends us a YouTube link of Senator Cruz questioning the victims of censorship on Google's bias. And um, you know, we we make a lot of fun of uh, politicians not knowing what they're what they're talking about. This is this one was not actually that bad. No, I actually <laughs> was like, oh shit, I agreed with Cruz on something. I know that was like the worst <laughs> feeling ever. So I thanks for that dirty. creepy moment, Joe. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. You're you're kicked you're kicked out of the clan. That's <laughs> it. Oh man, and I over at iTunes, Twinkses mm-hmm. writes yawn. In a sad face, grown men like to heat themselves. Talk, what's new? Question mark, exclamation point. Yes, that's our one star one rating. Star. One star review where the person can't even spell here correctly. What's new? <laughs> but uh, not to mention all podcasts are basically just people who like to hear heat themselves talk. Am we I do, right? We do like to heat ourselves <laughs> talk. Yes. If you want your question or comment read on the show, head over to GOG.show slash comment and send us your feedback or questions that we can read on the air. And if you're so inclined, please head over to GOG.show slash iTunes and toss us a five-star and snarky review. And keep clicking them overcast stars. We're working our way back to you, babe. We're, we're almost there. We're <laughs> almost back at the top. Much love. Much love. Closing shout outs. Little sad news. This week, uh, Star Trek star Aaron Eisenberg is dead at 50. He played Nog on Deep Space Nine. First Ferengi in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. That's yep. a sad one. And I got a shout out to Anthony over at Nodehost for his help on a Sunday. Thank you for the uh, the help setting up my DNS. I was moving websites all weekend. <laughs> Yay. Really, really not something I really wanted to do, but it had to be done because the end of the month is coming and I'm tired of paying more money than I have to. And speaking of not having to pay more money than you have to, check out Nodehost if you need a website or a web server because, man, these guys are good. Yep. And it's I got uh, a shout out for them as well. They're hosting my one last remaining site. Yeah, yep. I've got three over there right now. So I really appreciate that. And, and again, thanks, Anthony, for hopping on on a Sunday and fixing my DNS issues. And a big shout out to Kate from WordPress.com's help desk because that was the other nightmare that I had to do. <laughs> Grumpy Old Geeks is now hosted on WordPress.com. And uh, it took me all of my Sunday to make this work. And uh, Kate stood on the line with me for an hour because the all-in-one WordPress migration plugin is Wait, should hold be on called, a second. It didn't work? It should be called <laughs> all-in-some WordPress migration <laughs> plugin because, yeah, it uh, it didn't work that great. It didn't work that great. And it didn't work that great enough that Kate and I got everything working. Everything was fine. 
And I got it to the point where I'm like, okay, we're going to flip the switch. We're going to move the domain over. It's going to go GOG.show is going to go to WordPress.com. Well, we had a Jetpack account on GOG.show, our self-hosted version that was tied to WordPress as GOG.show. So, and I I had a feeling this was going to (laughs) happen because the programmer in me knows that people don't pay attention (laughs) to details. Yeah, as soon as I pointed it over, our staging domain went away. GOG.show showed up on my my WordPress panel entry twice. And of course, the one that took precedence was the older one, which was the free account, not the one I just paid 300 fucking dollars for. So I had to get on the phone talking to WordPress support again. But, Brian, here's the rub. I started talking to them at about 9.30 at night. So instead of Kate picking up the phone, I got the India staff. Yep. I and I'm not joking. This guy's in he's he's in India. Mm-hmm. Banging my head against the fucking wall trying to explain this to him and he just did not get it over and over again. So I should have asked him to just share his screen with you and you could have oh, gone in there and fixed it yourself. <laughs> I honestly I could have. Uh so I was screaming at my laptop, slammed it shut for the night. But by the time I woke up in the morning, it was up and running again, but I never got any follow-up email to say things were working, no correspondence. Right. Unlike Kate, who followed up and gave me a nice little thing, everything was great. So we love Kate. Um, I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna name the guy. I know the guy's name. I because yeah. I had nothing to do while I was waiting for him to figure out what was going on. So I looked him up to make sure, you know, because he's on LinkedIn. He's a happiness engineer. Oh, happiness engineer. Yeah, he's a happiness engineer, and like wow. most engineers from India, he did not deliver on what he was supposed to do. So my happiness was incomplete. All right. Yeah. So until next time, I'm Jason DeFilippo. And I'm Brian Schillmeister. Thanks for listening to Grumpy Old Geeks. To support the show and keep us on the air, go to patreon.com slash GOG. Toss us a few bucks and we'll love you forever. If you don't like Patreon but still want to support the show, you can give a one-time or recurring donation by just going to GOG.show and clicking that PayPal button. Your support really keeps us going and we really appreciate it. Show notes for this episode are at GOG.show slash 379. From there, you can find links to old episodes, leave feedback, ask questions, and get links to stuff we like. Stay a grumpy engineer.